Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville. Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast, your number one podcast of the weird. And uh, we like to allow that to mean a bunch of different things. And today... Uh, has been a weird day for me in particular because we're dodging tornadoes. It was crazy. And uh, I'm dodging tornadoes with my co-host. Actually, he's not dodging tornadoes. I'm dodging tornadoes. My co-host, Mr. Adam Beebe. How are you, man? I am. I'm doing well, Mr. Barry. How are you? Everything okay down there? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I was worried, a little concerned. You know, you texted me earlier to let me know that you were uh, in a tornado warning, yeah. and you had uh, you had just gone to the basement. Yeah, yeah. We've we've been at this house for five years and haven't had to use the the uh, shelter yet, and so that was yeah. that was interesting. I did make sure to go like uh, like last month. I think I went down into the shelter just to make sure it was in decent enough shape to have you know everybody down in there. Um, I'm glad I did because we actually used it today. But um, yeah, it's that time of year, man. It's like. You know, I was having this conversation with somebody a little bit earlier. Um, so I had some friends that were concerned. Hey, man, you know, look out. We see that there's some bad weather coming your way. And um, you take for granted because you live somewhere where these these things happen. And, um, mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, the weird thing about tornadoes is you just don't know when they're going to pop. And yeah. the ingredients have to be right. But when they're right, which they are today... Um, it started to the west of us and started moving this direction. And uh, there was a couple of them, man, that uh, actually Oklahoma City still dealing with it right now. There's two storms that are colliding right now down in Oklahoma oh, City. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I just got a text message from somebody. It was like eight, 80 mile an hour straight line winds. So, Jeez, yeah, dude. two storms collided together. And uh, so my uh, thoughts and uh Prayers are going out to to those folks. Hopefully, hopefully everything's okay. Yeah. But uh, it's that time of year, man. You know how it is. You grew up and mm-hmm. lived here for a long time. It's just a part of life here. I know that's weird to people. Yeah, yeah. It's it's as a uh, Oklahoma expat, it is a weird thing because people are always amazed at you know tornadoes because tornadoes are such a for the longest time you know tornadoes were really it seemed they're rare outside of, you know, tornado alley outside of the the Midwest outside of our area in particular. Yeah. Of course now, now they're, you know, popping up a lot of all over the place, you know, and it's, yeah. it's wild. So, you know, who knows the reasons? I mean, there's obvious speculative but, yeah. reasons of, you know, they I think, mean, they, anything think from, they think tornado alley shifting a little bit toward the yeah. East, East, you know? Yeah. And, Cause and, the East is definitely getting more. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you man. know, I mean, it's, of course, some people will say it's global warming. Some people will say it's um, the, the government, you know, yeah. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but, you know, we grew up in Tornado Alley and it was part of uh, it was just part of honestly, it was part of everyday kind of thing growing up there because when we were little starting in, you know, kindergarten or if not at school in kindergarten but definitely you know at home before if the weather got bad you would you know you know what to do you if you had a basement or a cellar you'd go down there um if you didn't you would get in a closet or you get in a bathtub and cover yourself up with a mattress or something like that yeah you know uh and you know gary england was the greatest weatherman that ever exist and he was uh i don't know if he's dead but you know um, if he if he if, I think, he if he's not yeah I think he's still living I could be wrong though 
Um, All right. Well, if he's yeah, not, rest yeah. in peace. But I mean, if he is, rest in peace. If not, then uh, continue to exist in peace, Gary England. You're 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 a uh, a, a gem, a national treasure. Yeah. A uh, Oklahoma treasure for sure. But Gary England, we used to say he was so accurate about the weather. People would say Gary England made the weather. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was yeah. like. Yeah. Legit meteorologist back in the day when it was just weathermen. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. He's still, he's still living by the way. I just looked. Um, that's great. That's yeah. Great. No, he was man. He, and he was, you think back when we were growing up, the technology wasn't what it is now. Oh no. But, but he did a hell of a job just like putting all that information in together and, and really doing the best that he could to, to make sure that people were safe I can remember times, Adam. Do you remember when when we were at church one time? I think this was like Sunday, a Sunday, and your mm-hmm. dad. We all went down to the basement, and your dad went out looking for the because there's a tornado that t- touched down, I guess. And uh, yeah, yeah, they went out because you uh, at least back then, um, and I, I did it today. Whenever I put the kids down into the shelter, and then I'm. I was like, oh, I want to, I want to see what's going on because the sirens are going off. But I wanted to mm-hmm. see if I could see any. Well, the hard thing about a tornado is if you got a lot of debris and it's very difficult to see what's happening. If you've got a mm-hmm. big wall cloud and it's like a lot of rain, you can't really see what's happening. So I was trying to see if you could see the rotation. You know, um, you mm-hmm. could see those clouds start to rotate. I wasn't able to make it out, but uh, I always thought that was very fearless of our fathers to go out and, and look for these things while we're down in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my dad would always, uh, we would always go to the church basement if there was a tornado warning coming close to us, and he would uh, get us things to distract us. Like he'd have little like model kits yeah. um, and like, you know, little games or stuff for us to do while he while we were riding out the tornado and you know i remember you know, one of the signs of tornadoes is like there's hail that usually it's hail that pre you know comes right before it and yep. and a green kind of color in the clouds yeah and then yeah and it'll start it'll start yep. uh coming down of course yeah my dad definitely went outside because i mean he obviously he was a he was a science teacher he was into science and he would you know want to watch and want to see all of that observe and of course a tornado would not have moved my dad but uh your dad probably was just well your dad (laughs) your dad i think people if you've listened to this podcast long enough you know that barry's dad is pretty much you know clark griswold (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and i love him to death right you know but um that's true Yeah. yeah dude like it's it's it is it's crazy you know you don't know what tornadoes are going to do they have a mind of their own there was that one time when we were kids where uh, i know you remember this because it hit that it was uh out that housing development out by your house out in the country by your house yeah and it went through and it took out every house and then it jumped over my uncle's house which That's was right. the, a dome a geo, geodesic dome yep and then it went through and, you know, I mean, there were that had been it happened so many times where, you know, yep. a tornado would go along and clear out a row of houses, jump one and then clear out all the rest. Yep. Just so you never, never know yeah, what's going to happen. We had two dome houses out in our area where we lived and uh, they never. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they never got fucked with, man. And yeah, um, yeah. I think I, the other one was I was related to them as well. The, you were, yes, you know, on, on Browns. The Browns are my uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, man. That's right. I remember that one that hit uh, Uncle your Uncle Jack's place uh, because uh, um, it hit a kid's house that was in my sister's grade. Lance, uh, I can't remember Lance's last name. But I remember he came over to the Combs' house because they were the only uh, shelter in the neighborhood. And that's where mm-hmm. we, we would all gather. And, and uh, after the tornado had hit, it literally took their house, like cut it in half. Thankfully, no one was seriously hurt. But um, he's told a story about how he ran in, into his bedroom, jumped under his bed. And, the, and then the next thing you know, it, he's looking outside. Like it came through and just, yeah, just freaking 
took the took the ha- half the house away. So, yeah, wild stuff, man. But that was just yeah, normal. Dude. You grow up that way, and it yeah. just becomes normal. It's and it's kind of weird to say that because I know that you know mm-hmm. people people um, obviously don't uh, don't 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 have that that connection, yeah. you know. But we do, and it's uh, it's weird. But it's that kind of yep. time of year, and and that's what we have to deal with. But uh, other than that, man. Everything else going pretty good. We've got a great guest on today. Um, she has blessed us with her presence, and her name is mm-hmm. Beth. That's right. And uh, Beth's got some really cool stories for us, and uh, she's written a book as well, and she's going to share some of those stories with us, uh, well, right now. <laughs> so, Beth, thank you for joining us. What's your weird story? So, I actually have a couple of weird stories. Um, I did write a book called Altering Eternity, and that is a book about short stories of the paranormal and experiences that I've had in my past. Cool. Cool. And so one of the stories that I wrote about um, is from uh, Preston Castle in Ione, California. Um, So that is kind of known for um, a lot of people going for ghost hunting and things. I just happened to just go one day um, during the daytime, and I was wandering around. It's, it's, it's a pretty big, um, it's not really a castle. It was a, uh, it was a reformatory for boys. Okay. Oh, okay. They call okay. it Preston Castle. Gotcha. I'm looking at it right now. It's pretty, yeah. that's pretty, uh, it's a pretty building. Yeah. Yeah. So in one of the hallways, you go down, and then there's this doctor's office that's in there. And um, I was taking pictures, and I was looking around, and they have this one closet area that just seems to be really dark. Like, you can't get any light into it. And so with my experiences I've had, um, I could tell there was, like, like, some figures in there, but I couldn't really distinguish exactly who that was Mm. Mm -hmm. so then i um turned around to the back of the doctor's office and a handprint started forming on the on the glass oh wow now this is during the daytime um so the part of the arm and the handprint started forming and it was a child's uh handprint wow so i was like okay that's weird (laughs) right so I turned back around to walk out of the doctor's office, and on the wall, there was um, the lady, the housekeeper that was killed there. She started forming uh, on the wall as a shadow. Mm. And then the children around her started forming in a circle around her, like they were protecting her. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. So um, she was trying to show me, because I do see a lot of um, ghosts <laughs> in my past. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was trying to show me like that she was being protected by other, that the other children that had passed away on the property um, from the two teenagers who had killed her. And those, those two teenagers ended up being the ones in the closet that were hiding. Whoa. Oh, wow. So yeah. what's okay. So, I mean, do you know that more of that story? behind that about the the nurse that was killed by do you know that story or no i I hadn't really known about it until i got there but it was um you know i didn't really do a backstory about it or anything you know i just was walking around the building and she just happened to show up for me so wow are you are you a medium i don't know okay (laughs) i've had a lot of um messages that have come from like when i've been asleep and people that i know have sent messages to their loved ones okay. and i i get the message and then i send that off wow so huh. yeah so how did it's, it's you, how wild did, experience how did you get the information that the person or the thing that you were seeing was the lady that was killed like did you did that come to you or did you figure that out later I figured that out later. Okay. Okay. Because that night when I got home, uh, I went to sleep. Like I said, I get messages in my sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the children kept calling me to come back. Mm. And I was like really worried. Like, why do they want me to come back? This is not normal. And they just kept calling me and calling me and calling me. 
So I stayed away from Preston Castle for a long time. I was like, no, I'm not going to go back because I don't know what's going to happen, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I decided like a year later, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and go back and figure this out. So it was closed down due to the sprinklers because they had to put sprinklers in there. Mm-hmm. So the whole place was closed down. Nobody was allowed inside, but you could walk around the outside. So I went back to that doctor's window because I knew where it was. And the handprint formed again. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. And, I was like, and that was during the daytime, right? So I was like, okay, this place has definitely got some stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, are, are there other hauntings that have been known to go on there? Yes. Yeah. So I think, like, um, not Ghost Hunters, but the other one that's a TV show. Oh, geez. What's his name? Not Zach. He has a museum and everything. He has what? He has a museum. Zach Baggins? Zach, yeah, the that's Ghost Bros. Yeah. He, he, um, he has been there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, my my wife went to his museum in Vegas um, last year, I think it was, and she said it was pretty cool. Like he's got yeah. he's got a lot of uh, she's I think he's got he's got Bella Lugosi's mirror. Oh and, wow! And uh, that supposedly is a a wild. Uh, you can go, you stand, you can stand in front of it for just a, just a second. You know what I mean? Like you, there's like a line of people. So, it, you know, you can't take too much time, but, uh, I've heard, I've heard crazy stories about that. So I'm going to have to go and see it. I haven't been there yet. <laughs> I think he's got that. Um, you remember the movie, the documentary that he did on the house that he bought in Indiana? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a piece of it there also. Remember how he tore it down? But yeah. then he kept like the stairs down, the downstairs, the stairs that were leading down to the basement. I think he kept those yeah. and some of the dirt or something underneath the stairs. But okay. And yeah. I think he has, <clears throat> I think, and I might be wrong, but I think he has the the doll that yes. Annabelle, yes, that is, does. Uh, those movies, Annabelle movies yeah. have the haunted doll yep. there. And, a, and, he's, and also, he supposedly has a Dybbuk. Yes, that was, is, uh, yes, that was the other thing I was going to say. The Dybbuk box or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which Sometimes are, I'm afraid to go to those things just because I'm susceptible. Of right. course. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I mean, that totally makes sense. I, right? you know, I'm afraid to go to them, and I'm I'm completely the opposite. I was just, I was just you know, you don't need to go poking a hornet's nest all the time right. just because it, it may be fun. You know, to do it and not get, you know, have the hornets come after you, but also the hornet might, they might just come after you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So have you gone back there? Have you gone back to the castle since that last I time? No. No. I gave up. I was like, no, I don't know why the children are keep calling me to go there. So. Do you do a lot of that? Do you do a lot of investigating? No, okay. I actually don't. Um, I just happened to just go because it was nearby where I lived and I wanted to do something fun. And then I kind of started learning about the history of it afterwards. So, Gotcha. Yeah. I've, wow. been, I've been to um, Hirsch Castle. You know where that is in, in California? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I've been there when I was a kid. You ever seen that, Adam? Which one is that? William Randolph Hearst, the guy that owned the newspapers, was like a mm. multi-gazillionaire, and he's yeah. like one of the main reasons why marijuana got you know Ill- illegalized mm, because he owned all the paper mills. Yeah, and all of that. exactly. He owned he owned a bunch of forests and stuff that he would get the paper from for the papers, and uh, but it was it's wild because like uh, back then there was no import um like uh, legalities that you had to go through you could just buy if you had enough money you could just buy like a statue from egypt and bring Mm -hmm. it over and then it was yours you know um so he had a lot of like greek stuff uh egyptian stuff just a man with way too much money that uh do too yes zoo on there he had a pool a swimming pool it was so cool 
and it was uh, 24 karat gold. It was a blue. It was a blue tiled pool, but he had this the um, the stars in uh, 24 karat gold in the so the celestial layout was in the pool, and then the roof of it was glass. So if it was a full moon, it would sparkle. The water would wow. sparkle. It was beautiful, beautiful, but. Yep. Uh, Kind of creepy, though, too. It's like <laughs> kind of odd, creepy uh, space, man. But, uh, yeah, that w- that's out in California also. So Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so what what else we got? What was your other, uh, what's um, your other so encounter? Oh, I have so many. I have about seven in my book, but um, they're just like little stories. So mm-hmm. the other one was when I was um, – I was about to buy my first home and I was looking around and, um, I found a bunch of, um, homes that were like a hundred year old homes Mm -hmm. in the area. So I took, uh, went into this one that was an open house and there was a lot of people in the, um, you know, uh, house Mm -hmm. because, you know, the real estate agent was there. Everybody was walking around. It was a really cool, uh, like a craftsman home. Mm Mm-hmm. So he was telling me, you know, because I was in the kitchen looking around, he, he was telling me, oh, you know, go through this door in the living room and you can go down the basement. It's been refinished. You know, they got all kinds of cool stuff down there. He's like, there's food down there if you want to eat anything. So I said, OK, cool. So I started walking around the living room. I found this door. It was open and there was I could hear people downstairs. The lights were on and everything. OK. I walked through the door. And the entire basement went black. Couldn't hear anybody. And then I saw a dark figure about six feet tall swaying back and forth in the corner of the house. Whoa. And I said, no way. And I walked and turned around. And then um, I turned back into the living room. And then I could hear the people and the lights were on. Oh, man. I just got goosebumps. Wow. From that. (laughs) That is that. Were they swaying like back and forth? Yeah. But was it from the bottom or from like the top? Like they were, you know, the whole body. The whole body was moving back and forth. Oh man. Was it? Were they on their feet or were they like suspended? No, he was standing. Or something. Nope. He was oh, standing. Gosh. Okay. He was standing and he had like a hat on, but it was all black, solid figure. Oh, we've heard about the hat. Man, the the, yep. the sh- of the shadow people, you know, yeah. there's one of the main ones that people talk about is the hat man. In fact, from our very first episode with our first guest, he talked about his, his mom saw what she described as uh, Abe Lincoln's shadow uh, when she was, you know, laying in bed and she was, you know, saw this shadow being and had a hat on and yeah yeah wow very long arms and he was tall he was like six feet tall wow and you just got like like, you just got creepy vibes right away yeah i was like i am not gonna be in this house this house is haunted i'm out yeah i just walked right out wow (laughs) that's got to be so disorienting to everything just goes black and then you're basically kind of somewhere else or whatever, you know, but you're definitely not where you are. I don't know. I don't even know, man. Yeah. That's weird. That is weird. (laughs) Yeah. It's weird. And you you didn't say anything to anybody. You just walked out. Yeah. No. Yeah. Didn't even, didn't even stick around for the, Little uh, pigs in blankets and no. you know, <laughs> punch, <laughs> punch, and the little the little yeah. smokies and on the the stick, you know. Yeah, because I didn't even get to go down the stairs into the basement. It was right as soon as I stepped through the threshold of the door. Man, I was on the landing when it happened. <sighs> that that shadow dude, that shadow man was a dick. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the shadow people are, are a weird one because. Um, you know, they always have the uh, the presence of darkness as far as from what we've heard, just like mm-hmm. evil or whatever, just not yeah. good. Whatever it is, just not good. 
So that's always that's always interesting when we get those stories for sure. It's wild. Well, and he, this one had the power to shut off the entire like make everything black and show yeah, himself. Yeah, 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 like, you yeah. You know. Yeah. And doing it kind of menacingly as well. Like his intentions were because if you're trying to like be friendly to somebody, you're not going to be changing everything to darkness and then swaying back and forth. Right. Yeah. You're not going to be doing that at all. That's not a come over friend. Let's shake hands. Yeah. Right. That's, that's uh, I'm messing with your head. Yeah. That's <laughs> next, next level, man. Yeah. I mean, he also turned off, you know, off whatever who I was talking to. So everything was like silent at the same time. So, yeah. Wow, man. That is just, is that the only time you've had um, a run-in with a like a dark entity like that? Uh, um, yeah. I mean, I've had good ones. I've had where one of them was actually had helped uh, one of my uh, ex bosses where I worked at. Um, this one actually. Um, yeah, I guess I have to tell this one too. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I was sitting at my desk and my old manager had a uh, office that was all windows. That's the way that her office was. So I got up and I went into the um, door and I saw somebody kind of like sitting in a chair. So I'm like, okay, she, there's somebody there. And I walked away. So I was doing my work. I looked up again and I was looking through the windows to see if they'd left and there was nobody there. I was like, okay, there's nobody there. So I walked back into the office to talk to my boss. And I asked her, I said, hey, you know, are you done with the person that you were talking with? And she's like, there's not been anybody here the entire time. I've been in here by myself. And I said, well, that's not true. <laughs> it was a solid figure. Uh, it was a woman. I could see from her uh, waist up. She was wearing a white button blouse. She had black hair and a bun. Okay. And she was staring at my boss, just staring right at her. Wow. So I told her what happened, and she said something similar had happened to her brother before he had a heart attack. And I said, well, what do you want me to say about this? And she's like, well, I've been having health problems. And I said, Okay. So she's like, I'm going to call my doctor and, you know, let me know what's going on with it. Because my boss was about to get on an airplane that week. Mm. So she called me back and she said, by the way, thank you for letting me know about this ghost because I had an aneurysm in my neck. Wow. And if I would have gone on the airplane... But had big troubles. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah. So I had was talking with her in the office again, and um, another coworker had walked in, and I was describing her again to my boss. And my coworker was like, well, that person had died on the property. So wow. that was the person that was warning her about not to get on the airplane. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> wow. That's that's a that's a crazy story. Wow. <laughs> did you yeah. get a did you did you get a raise? No, my best <laughs> friend, you know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean good good on you for speaking up. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't know whether you're to give your messages or not, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. some people just don't accept uh, that people get that way. Sure. You know. Sure. Yeah. No. I, I. I understand. We had a. We had a story. Um, kind of recently, where somebody was. Um, there was an incident that happened where. They said something and just sort of blurted it out, and mm -hmm. the person that was receiving the information did not want to hear it. Right. Uh, because it just a little, it, it was too close to home. But after further, you know, thinking about it, they came back and were like, you know, the reason why, you know, they were so upset about it was because, like, it was true. You know, it, it's just like, I guess it's like anything. It's like when you, 
when you have something that seemingly from the outside looking in could be so unbelievable. Right. Like somebody's trying to talk to you from the other side. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, 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 some people just want to discard that and, you know, want to not think that that's possible. Because, sure. yeah, people have these ideas about what they think the that world is that consists of, and not not all of it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So I, I and then that's why I wrote my book because I wanted people to know my experiences, and sure. then also to be able to like think, hey, you know, it's okay to say about theirs because it's still kind of like a hidden like taboo. You know, people yeah, don't oh, yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Sure. And it shouldn't uh, be that way anymore. <laughs> no. no. And I mean, yeah. that's one of the reasons, that's one of the main reasons we started doing this, this particular podcast is because we wanted to give everybody a place to where they can come and share the stories that they uh, don't normally share because people think differently of them. Right. You know, we want to give them the opportunity because people like to share these stories. They like to talk. It's good for us to talk about these kind of things yeah. with other people who are not going to, you know, be judging or, you know, we're not trying to prove or we're not trying to debunk, you know, we're just here to have a conversation and listen to cool stories. Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of times there are stories that people have never shared with even their closest of friends and so, yeah, that's, you know, we, we appreciate you writing that book, but also for coming on here and, and sharing your stories. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It took me a long time before I decided to write this. I was like, I don't know. Nobody knows anything about this. I didn't tell mm-hmm. anything about anything of what I experienced, except for who the people I've actually had to talk to with their messages. What was, the, what was I the, thought, you know, it's time. <laughs> well, I was yeah. going to say, what's the, what was the, um, what was the determining factor for you to go ahead, pull the trigger, and and write a book? Have you had you written books before, or is this the first book? Yeah, it's my first one. Okay. Yeah, I just thought that you know, with my last person that I had a message for, I couldn't tell them, um, and so I decided, you know, it's time for me to just share my experiences in a book instead. So I knew that. With the last message I had from someone that had committed suicide, mm-hmm. that the people were not ready to hear what they were saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I decided, well, I'm just going to start writing about my my life. Because this has started for me as a kid, mm-hmm. all the way up till now. So, What's what's the early story? From What's the first kind of a incident that you recall? Uh, okay, you're going to think this is good. <laughs> So, um, every year for 13 years, I would have a dream of the Kentucky Derby winner. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Yeah. And I tried to tell people, hey, bet on this horse, and nobody would listen to me. (laughs) Wow. I just gave up. I was like, forget it. Nobody's going to listen to me, you know. Because I was a kid, right? Right, yeah. Kids, right? So after that, then everything started progressing into um, seeing, you know, uh, relatives that had to have messages sent to other relatives. And, and then just started progressing. I call it my soul gift, basically, is what I yeah, call it. Yeah, wow. yeah. So. Well, I mean, you know, you said you don't know if you're a medium. I mean, I, I definitely think that you have enough, you know, you've had enough experiences and regularity with those experiences that, yeah. you. I mean, unless you don't want to. Uh, self-identify as one. I think you definitely qualify. Yeah. Uh, because it seems like you're getting, you know, the messages are coming from, you know, the other side through you to, you know, you're you're eight and you have the ability, your soul gift to funnel yep. that information. So yeah, I don't know. I think you're. I think you're definitely. Uh, you know, you can. I think you can get business cards made. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of slowed down. I've tried to block it right now. I want. I wanted to take a break. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> author slash medium. You know. So. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the only one in my family. We it tends to be hitting every other uh, one of my family in our. So I'm, nice. I'm not oh, wow. sure how far it goes. So. <laughs> That's great. Wow. So yeah. it, I. 
so it was then would it be like on your mom's side or your on your dad's side? My mom's side. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, so it would have been your did your grandmother had kind of the abilities or something that uh, my aunt. Oh, okay. My aunt has it. Um and then my niece has it. Um so I'm not sure before who, that but that's the only you know. That's how it goes. <laughs> I can understand that. Are you? Do you have any plans to write another book? Um, no, I haven't had that many ex- experiences lately. So I've just kind of just wrote the one with my seven stories, and then I have a couple of poems in there that I wrote. So nice. um, that's been that's been my main the main book. That's cool. Um, yeah. What do you do? You have a website or something that someone can get in touch with you at or. What's your main way of communicating? Instagram or any of that kind of stuff? I have a Facebook page um, that I do for parent. It's best paranormal page. Okay. So you could go on there. That's public. Um, other than that, it's just my book is through Amazon. Okay. And what's so, the name of the book? Altering Eternity. That's right. Uh, you can get it through Kindle, Amazon Kindle, and then I also have some on eBooks. You know, from some of the short stories. So if you didn't want to buy the whole book, you could just read some of the other ones that are on there. Gotcha. That's awesome. Well, again, you know, we appreciate you coming on here and certainly want to give people the incentive to go get the book because yes, that's uh, that's the most important thing. And, and, and they can look forward to more of these types of stories in the book. And um, we also would like to invite you back anytime you like to come back on. Oh yeah, of course. I would love to. Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-O dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors Barry, what do you think that people find the most far-fetched? Ghost stories or aliens as being the more unbelievable? I would say aliens. You know, I would agree with that probably too. Because I think with ghosts, there's a part of the belief system that is abound throughout the world. And we want to have some kind of assurance of some form of life after death. Mm-hmm. Whereas with aliens, it's unknown for sure. It's mm-hmm. completely unknown. We have only our imagination. We don't have a lot of universal stories that we agree upon that these things exist, maybe. To believe in aliens is to believe that we are not the sole existence of this world, which goes against a lot of belief systems. It definitely does. But you know, the great thing about what we're doing here is we are open to all your stories about ghosts or aliens or anything in between or anything outside of. We're not here to judge. We're here to just talk and to share. And we don't want you to think you're crazy because you're not. I was just going to say thanks, Beth. Thank you We're for both of us, I was going to say it. But, I mean, you could say it if you want to, yeah, too. Yeah, no, perfect. Yeah, that's great. No, that was All awesome. Right. She was She was fantastic. She was fantastic. Thank you, yeah, Beth. Those were, yeah, we do appreciate you coming on and sharing those stories. And um, if you if you enjoyed those stories, go check out our book. It's uh, 
uh, Altering Eternity. And uh, it's got her short st- some short stories of the paranormal. And I, th- I think she said some poems in there as well. And uh, Beth Garcia. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. It's right there. So go and, you know, get that up with your uh, other related uh, mater- materials that has been pr- uh, produced by our various guests over the years here Absolutely. on the podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, she had some great we stories. Like yeah. Too. Yeah, spread the love. Spread the love. Yeah, she she had some great stories, and um, you know, I, I I share her sentiment about the handprint uh, on the window and, oh, and being freaked out about that. I think that would have uh, definitely done, done a number on me. Yeah, seeing that, and then going back later and seeing it in the daylight, you know, out from the outside as opposed to being on the inside. Yeah, and seeing it, you know, come up like that. That's man, that's wild. Yeah, that's wild. Definitely. And not everyone has those experiences. I think she does have some abilities there. Yes, definitely. I I think she could totally call herself if she desires. uh, She can call herself a medium legitimately and, you know, get business cards made up. Definitely, Um, man. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. 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 Now, we again, appreciate Beth coming on and spending time with us, and we uh, really appreciate it. And, um, God, we'd love to have you on, really. Come on. Come on our show. Mm -hmm. We want to hear your stories. Absolutely. We, we do. Uh, you know, maybe you, like earlier we were talking, maybe you had an experience where you uh, had a wild story from a tornado or some other weather event that's unusual. You know, maybe it's normal to you in your area, but it's a wild, awesome story for people who are out from the uh, other places in the world. Um, you know, or maybe you've had an unusual job or you have had unusual experiences at your job, say you're you know a nurse or a doctor, and uh, or an X-ray technician, and you found interesting things in the human body, or uh, maybe you were a plumber and you found interesting things in the not in the human body, but in the uh, human sewage system, or just the sewage system, not by humans, not the human sewage system. Because if you were a plumber and you're working on the human sewage system, then you need to go back to school, unless you are a <laughs> doctor plumber. Um, Dr. Plumber MD. A plumber doctor. Yeah. Yes. Um, (laughs) And if you're a plumber doctor, we definitely want to hear your stories because that's a a very specialized uh, field of study. Yeah. Um, But yeah, or maybe, you know, you've had some true crime type stories um, or, you know, uh, maybe you've had some epic adventures in your travels. Uh, you know, we've had lots of our friends come on and that have been in bands or in traveling, you know, circuses and sideshows. Um, obviously, we love hearing about all the ghosts and all the UFOs. And we love Bigfoot. I want to hear some more Bigfoot stories. Yeah, yeah. it's been a minute. Other cryptids. Yeah, it's been a while. And then also... Um, how about some Ouija board stuff? Yeah. You know, we like, we always love those. And of course, Bloody Mary, anything like that. It could be big story. It can be a short story. We'll put it all together. We were working on a special coming up soon. Um, and the focus of that special is going to be one of our favorite time periods in all of relative recent history uh the satanic panic of the 1980s yeah yeah and that that hits that hits close to home we lived through it yeah and it was yeah. a, it was and, a, it was a wild time man it was we loved it everything was evil uh apparently you know um obviously you know i mean you had the evil in, in the music uh where you know people said you could bask back mask Records, you know, play them yep. backwards, and they had a hidden satanic messages. Uh, and you know, Judas Priest was taken to trial, yep. literally, for yep. supposedly having messages that these two kids uh, committed a crime and then killed themselves or something. Maybe yep. they just killed themselves. I can't quite remember. Yeah, they and the, um, there was a few of those instances, and I think also uh, in the PMRC when the PMRC also got in. I think that was later on though when. Uh, when um, they they had the hearings in Congress and they were do, trying mm-hmm. to do the uh, explicit lyric um, uh, 
yeah thing, yeah. thing on the records, which all, yep. all that did was just like make records that much more valuable to kids to get. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Tipper Gore, who was in charge of all of that, Tipper, the yeah. uh, former second lady, Tipper Gore made a huge contribution to record sales because there for a while anything with that sticker on it was sold like sold like hotcakes yeah and then you know and then you go to walmart and find the same album without it and it had been you know bleeped out or whatever yeah isn't and that man, crazy was, how yeah disappointing, how disappointing was it to get a cd um or, or tape or, or even a, a vinyl record where you knew that something was being said, but it would have been taken out. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it was edited. What was the, t- Oh man. What was the uh, two life crew? The, uh, the oh, rappers. Yeah, remember that? That was the first yeah, time yeah, I can yeah. remember of like, they having to go and like edit stuff. And, um, and yeah. you could only, so it became like this black market thing where like you had to yep. get a tape from a friend of a friend, you know, it was like, yeah, yeah. dude, he's got the real thing. And it became this weird, yeah, yeah this wild thing. And, uh, and yeah. we lived through that and it was an interesting yeah, time. Man. It was a fucked up time. That's for sure, man. I mean, it was man. Parents were like, you know, trying to protect the kids even more so than today. I would think, you know, well, to a different, in a different degree, you know, because they were scared. They're legitimately scared. Cause you know, you got Ozzy Osbourne yeah. on stage biting the heads off of bats yeah. and you had, you know, Ronnie James Dio and, all of his evil satanic covers. I remember right. being scared of Dio when I was little. Yeah. Because of those covers art, man. And, oh, yeah. and Iron Maiden, same thing, dude. And oh, yeah. thinking that legitimately thinking it was satanic and it was evil. Oh yeah. And because I didn't because I was told that and I and I didn't know any better. Yeah. And so I avoided it because it was bad. Yeah. And then years later I come to enjoy all of that stuff so much because it's so silly. Yeah. And it's so much fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and we love hearing the stories about, you know, like, oh, some kid was he was evil. He was you know, he was satanic. He he would kill cats and yeah. put them out on the teacher's lawns. And or, you know, there was a teenagers. Nobody knew exactly which teenagers, but right. teenagers were doing satanic uh, rituals yeah. down behind the behind the uh, cemetery and, you know, all this stuff. We love hearing those stories. Um, Barry, I was able to find a copy of that book, Turmoil in the Toy Box, the one I yep. read. Uh, so no pun intended religiously yep. uh, when we were in middle school that warned of all the evil and new age and yep. satanic and occult overtones of all of our toys yep. and cartoons. I'm going to dig into that to pull out some of the choice awesome. stuff from that. Oh, but like, yeah, fun. I remember one story was, you know, <laughs> all these are like, you know, complete urban legends, urban myths. Um, but like, a kid was watching the Smurfs and then a Smurf popped out of the TV and it bit him, right. you know, and all these <laughs> yeah. crazy stories yeah. that we are all like, what? Yeah. We all, you know, kind of sort of believed and love sharing. And, you know, and we want to hear your memories of that time period and your stories, you know, what, you know, when some you know preacher came to your church and gave you a lecture about, you know, uh, the devil and all of Satan's many yep. tools to get at your soul. Yep. All of that stuff, <laughs> all the scary stuff, all the funny stuff, all the really strange stuff. We love that stuff. We want to hear your stories. We're going to put them all together uh, for our, um, you know, Satanic Panic episode. It may be episode 200. Uh, you know, that's not too far down the line, but it could be a little bit further. Maybe we'll push it back a few more episodes for our our anniversary episodes. I don't know. But we want to hear from you guys. Um, you can email us at wywspod at gmail.com. You can send us your stories there. You can write them up or you can contact us there to uh, get a hold of us to set up an interview session. Uh, you can also contact us through uh, our website, uh, what's your weird story.com, where all of our episodes are available to download and listen for free. You can contact us through our Facebook page or our Instagram page, uh, even on Twitter. Um, 
we got all sorts of ways. And, you know, if you want to write your story and send it that way, we can have it read. If you want to come on and share your story, you can tell it uh, to us face to face and we can talk and laugh about it. If you want, you can just call and leave a message on the hotline, which is uh, 513-909-9821. All sorts of ways to get a hold of us. We would love to hear your memories of that time period. We'd love to hear any weird story, any amazing story, any epic, any awesome good story you have, because we know everybody has at least one good story, and we want to hear it. Absolutely. Get in touch with us, guys. We want to talk to you. And uh, we know you've got some crazy stuff laying around there that you that you mm-hmm. think about and you don't tell anybody else. Get a hold of us. Yep. Let's talk. Yep. Yeah. And we've got lots of cool stuff coming up down the line soon. And uh, we just, you know, we're excited for it. And we're excited to talk to everybody, make new friends and talk to our old friends. So much stuff happening here in Weirdsville. It's going to be a hot summer. Here in Weirdsville. That's right. I can't get my sexy voice on. My throat's too dry. <laughs> I actually don't know if I have a sexy voice to be. Oh, that's pretty sexy. It's pretty sexy. Uh, if you were lubricated, I think it'd be sexier though. I mean, you shouldn't drink lubrication. <laughs> I think somebody said that. Even if it's wa- once. even if it's water based, I don't think you should. True. Even that flavored stuff, probably not not straight up drinking. Anyway, uh, that's a good ending point, I suppose, uh, for this time. But we will see you next time here on the podcast, and uh, we hope you have a good week. And we have a, or, and, or or however long in between visits you are with us. Um, but yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We love you guys. Weirdville is the best bill to be weird in and to be the best. It's the best community of podcast friends there is in the uh, universe and other universes as well, because uh, we're a multi-universal podcast. Not many podcasts can say that we can um, and you can't prove it otherwise. Until then, we'll see you next time. Be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.